Hi guys, good morning and uh, wish you a very very happy Saturday. Welcome to Aussie's group again. This is Vidisha Vitlani and it's been a week of festivities for all of us and we had an amazing week uh, and uh, also to inform you that this week has been very happy for me. This smile is because of a lot of reasons. One that uh, our students have got amazing scores and that's what has made my morning so good and that's what is getting the smile right now also our second uh, the best thing that we've got is the feedback from students they have loved it and they have really enjoyed working with us and studying with us and when students come up to me saying such things that's what makes my day and hence i am so so happy okay now, uh, today I'm going to tell you about the academic component, the writing task one. I always keep on saying things like uh, how important writing task one is. Okay, now see, let's understand the importance of writing task one. So students come up to me all the time and they're like, it just has three bands. Why are you making us practice like anything? Why are you doing this to us? You know, why are you torturing us with so much of practice? And why are you making us write so many prompts of it? And I have to tell them that it's important. It's important because of a lot of reasons. And uh, the reason it's important is because that, um, see, it has three bands and the essay has six bands. Okay, so three bands of the task one, imagine, which are cash, you know, it's like a cash crop. See, for essays, you have to develop thoughts, you have to de the content generation is very important. Let's say I'm telling about tobacco prices, so you'll have to think about a lot of things, right? But in the graph, the image is given to you. What are you supposed to do? Nothing. What's your job? Your job is only to analyze it, to see it, to study it properly and that's it. Like the figure is given to you, something which is already there. And what are you supposed to do? You're supposed, all that you're supposed to do is you're supposed to understand the figure. It's a statistical figure, so it's going to be very, very simple. A statistical figure, you're supposed to understand, you have to interpret it, then you have to deliver it. So again, this is more of content delivery. That is your sentence formation, that is your words, that's a choice of, you know, statements that you make, the format that you create. And out of three bands, easily you can score 2.5, 2. So, in short, your writing average can shoot up because of task one. And hence, never, never ignore the task one. Trust me, it is very, very important. Okay, now what is a task one in academic component? The task one in the academic component is a visual information that is an infographic which will be presented to you. Either it's going to be a bar graph, it's going to be a pie chart, it can be a line graph, it can be a table, it can be a combination, it can be a process diagram, it can be a flow chart and you have to explain that, right? So that is what it is about and uh, we have to work really, really hard on this, we really have to do well on this. Okay, now. Uh, how do you go about this? Let's first see an image of what it looks like. So this is something that your task one is going to appear like. This is something, the first diagram that you see is your pie diagram. The second diagram that you see is your bar chart. The third is a map which is presented. The fourth is a line graph. And the fifth is a table. The sixth is a process diagram. If you go to see, some kind of information is presented in this. What you're actually supposed to do with this is, first, you look at all these types. Like for example, let's say the second, the bar chart is asked for you and it says the divorce rates in Finland and Sweden. 
and you have to understand that okay what is it asking so you ask to compare it okay now um, whenever you see a graph whenever you see a graph one thing which will be given to you is one line which you have to pay very very close attention to what does that line say that line is simply saying summarize the key features and make comparisons so basically you are not supposed to give out every information you see i'm not expecting the moment you see an information give it right don't do that what you are supposed to do is just make comparisons which are important you don't pick up each and every statement you don't say this is this this is this this is this this is this examiner can see this any layman can see that right what is your job here your job is to pick up what is the main main things so for the main main things i'll suggest go for the highest lowest it's very obvious that's the one thing that is there go for the highest lowest and second thing that is very important is you again make sure that you actually do proper comparisons what is increasing compared to the past see the line graph is going to show the trend like it's going to if there are years given the number of years the span duration gives the trend if it's not the trend it is some is a uh, information given like the energy use the let's say like we saw the previous one the divorce rates the utilization of the land things like that okay so in short your again gk is ids is an exam which is so good i'll tell you why is it so good it never trusts your iq what is it judging it's not judging your iq is just judging how well can you interpret the data given to you you're not even supposed to interpret it very in depth all what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to pick up the information and figure it out okay let's do a prompt let's do a sample okay at the end of the presentation i may take up queries you can put your queries in your question answer box right so this is the basic layout how are you supposed to write it you're supposed to write it in this four paragraphs what you're supposed to do is the first thing that you're supposed to do is you write the introduction of it now how do you write the introduction you simply write the introduction the first thing is there would be a question which all all those who have studied the graph already may know about this the please make sure that you're following this layout please please make sure that you're going through this layout very well okay the first paragraph is going to be the introduction paragraph the first paragraph is going to be the paragraph now when you're writing the introduction please ensure this one thing that i'm telling you do not copy the question make sure you're not copying the question make sure you're paraphrasing the question paraphrasing in ielts i always say plays a very very important role in it you cannot simply make, uh, you know note down the words which are given so how do you paraphrase you paraphrase by changing the words and changing the sentence structure i've always we do a lot of paraphrasing activities on telegram so those who are not there can join us yesterday only we did uh, one of those we can keep continuing doing it because paraphrasing what i feel is the most undervalued component of ielts it is something that people don't give a lot of importance to but ideally it should be given a lot of importance so please make sure that you're paraphrasing please make sure that you know how to do this second thing you give the second paragraph for your once you're done with the introduction the second paragraph for task 1 is going to be the overview of it now what is the overview overview is giving out the most striking feature the feature that stands out like at the first glance so i'll tell you how 
we were taught to write an overview. So the moment I saw the graph, you don't realize what's there. So my trainer used to put the book a little far away from me and tell me, okay, now what do you spot? And then whatever you spot becomes your overview. So technically your overview is nothing but your highest, lowest, something like that. Or something which stands out. Okay. In your overview, make sure you mention no figures. Okay. So your introduction is going to be two to three lines. Your overview is also going to be two to three lines. Then what you do is in the body paragraph one, you summarize and you draw the main comparisons. And the same thing you do for body paragraph two. Now, please make sure that when you are doing this, when you are actually doing this, you draw out the comparisons only. Make sure you're not writing each and every information that is presented to you in the graph. Make sure you're not doing that. Okay. Now, uh, coming to the prompt of it, how do you write the introduction? Okay. I would want to show you a prompt first and then we figure out how to write the introduction. Okay. Can you guys see the figure? Yes. Are you on with the figure? Okay. Uh, now, what is this paragraph? What is this chart about? Firstly, it's a bar chart. And what is this bar chart showing? The bar chart is showing the amount of leisure time enjoyed by men and women of different employment status. Write a report for the university lecturer describing the information below. Leisure time in a typical week in our bisexual employment status from 1998 to 1999. So the employment status is full-time, part-time, unemployed, retired and housewife and males and females are compared. Now, when you write an introduction, make sure you have, you identify the infographic and you're not copying it. Okay. So, how do you write an introduction? First thing, begin by talking about the graph. Okay. You talk about, you paraphrase the title, like the line graph shows the amount of and type of fast food consumed by the Australian teenagers from 1975 to 2000. The same has been paraphrased. The line graph given here compares the fast food compare, uh, consumption for a period of 25 years between 75 and 2000 of the teenagers in Australia. In this way, you have managed to say the same thing, but in a different way. There are some introductory phases which I have mentioned here. Now see, when you're doing this, I really want you to remember when you write an introduction, make sure you cover all the variables which are included in the question. Second thing that I want you to understand is that you are not actually changing the meaning. Whenever you paraphrase, a lot of students have this habit that they change the meaning of the question. So I don't want you to do that. Please make sure that you're not changing the meaning of the question. The meaning remains intact. Okay. Now, how do you write the overview of it? The second paragraph. Always try to write two sentences. Now, why two sentences? Do not put your numbers. Okay. Your numbers are going to be in-depth paragraph. Uh, look from the overall change. Look for the overall trends. Okay. And basically, nothing but the highest, lowest has to be written in overview. Make sure, please ensure that you're not really giving 
figures here and your overview is not too long. Your overview cannot be as long as the body paragraph. Your overview has to be just two to three lines, okay? So let's have a look at the graph again and let's check how we've written the overview and the introduction. Uh, please take a look, quick glance at the graph. Okay, so I see a few things here. I see that males and females, one thing that I, I see that the maximum spare time and maximum leisure time is by unemployed and the retired. Also, I see housewives have Females obviously have moderate and uh, employed part-time also females. Employed full-time is bare, comparatively less amount of leisure time naturally, right? So I'm going to check the introduction and overview. I'm going to show how you've I've written. Okay, now let's see the introduction. The provided chart shows number of hours, leisure hours enjoyed by men and women. In a typical week in the 1998-1999, according to the gender and employment status, as observed in the graph, the unemployed and retired men and women had more leisure time than other type of people. Okay, I'm going to take you back to the image. Read this again. The provided chart shows the number of leisure hours enjoyed by men and women in typical week in the 1989-1998-1999. and According to the gender and the employment status, as observed from the graph, the unemployed and retired men and women had more leisure time compared to other type of people. Now, let's see this. Do you realize I have identified the chart as well as I have changed the structure of my sentence, right? Okay, I'm going to show you how I've written the overview. Okay, among the full-time employed people, men had 45 hours of leisure time on average per week compared to 30 eight hours for the women no data is given for part-time unemployed men and women from this category enjoyed 40 hours of leisure time in a week this figure is slightly more than the employed men women perhaps because of the employment nature so this becomes a body paragraph one so technically i've written the overview in the last paragraph by summarizing the graph this can either be right after the introduction or at the end of the graph whatever you want to however you want to write it is going to be fine so basically, uh, let's read the overview. The graph summarizes the male enjoyed more leisure time than women and employed people had less time for leisure activities than retired and unemployed people. So wherever you're writing the overview, be it at the end of the introduction or be it at the end of the whole graph, you have to ensure that there are no figures in it. There are absolutely no figures in this one. Remember this very, very, very carefully, right? So remember this thing. Okay, let's go through the introduction and the overview one more time. Introduct, please. I know I'm being slightly repetitive and I know that I am actually uh, taunting you with this, but I have to. The reason being introduction and overview are the first two paragraphs of your, most of the times are going to be the, uh, the overview. Most of the people prefer to write after the introduction. So that's very, very important that you do it well. Technically, these are four paragraphs and only 150 words. So you have to make sure that all the statements you write and all the paragraphs that you write are extremely accurate. See, for a for you to score 250, uh, for you to score three bands, you really have to ensure that your graph, your task one is flawless, and 2.5 bands out of three is a real good average. It will shoot up your average basically, right? So please go through 
the introduction again you do not copy the question for the introduction what else do we do we understand that the introduction needs to include all the variables what do we learn about the overview overview can be right after the introduction or can be put up as a conclusion at the end of it now when you put up when you write your overview you actually understand the fact that it is very very important to make a general comparison a very generic comparison has to be made at the same time it is very important that you don't ensure that you ensure that there are no figures in it like the graph summarizes that the males enjoyed more leisure time than the women and employed people had less time for leisure activities compared to the retired and unemployed people okay do we get this okay now let's see the basic comparison which is done among the full-time employed people men had 44 hours of leisure time on average compared to women so i've started comparing people then no data is given for the part-time employed men and women from this category and it enjoyed a 40 hours of leisure time in a week this figure is slightly more than women in perhaps because of the employment nature then i've come to the second body paragraph basically make sure that you whenever you compare whenever you're doing proper comparisons you ensure that you've not just explained you've come and you divide the information into basic paragraphs so among the full-time employed people men have 45 hours of leisure time on average per week compared to 38 hours of leisure time for women no data is given for part-time employed men and women from this category enjoyed 40 hours of leisure time in a week this figure is slightly more now slightly more is a comparison done with employed women perhaps because of the employment nature unemployed and retired people had longest period of leisure activity for both men and women and men had a bit more hours than women so again now i'm comparing men to women here as expected the retired unemployed people enjoyed about 78 to 82 hours per week which is no longer than people from other employment status again comparison is done if you realize each and every sentence involves a comparison there is no direct presentation of information i have compared each and every audio i have compared each and every sentence here lastly the housewives enjoyed approximately 50 hours of leisure time which was more than employed women but less than unemployed and retired women the graph reflects that men and women had more leisure time from all employment statuses than women which indicates that women spend more time working at home than their male counterparts please go through the entire sample answer once introduction body one body two and conclusion uh, these are some phrases which i've put up for the task one for example you compare the nouns verbs rise increase surge growth then there is verbs like to increase when you add an infinitive there are adverbs there are adjectives there are phrases that show trends make sure that in your for your graph you actually learn the vocab very well you know your vocabulary very well okay right as you have seen as you guys observed that it is very important for you to uh, do this to the task one right so you have to make sure that it is done very very precisely don't even miss one point make sure that you don't eliminate any item here I want to tell you a few things about a few do's and don'ts which are important. 
Firstly, it's a reported speech. Understand point number one. Please keep a pen and paper in hand if you want to note down the points, you can. First, point number one, it is a reported speech. So make sure that you write in the past tense if you want to see. Because whenever any reported speech is asked, it is always in the past tense, and which is obvious, right? The second and the very, very important point that you really have to be careful is that I have been repeating this, that you compare the data. You don't say the data, you actually prevent, you don't just simply randomly present the data. It is very important to compare it. Whenever you make comparisons, that is actually a task achievement, right? The third point, please don't use any contractions, don't use any figure, don't use any symbols. Make sure that you're writing the correct word, the full word. I want you to write the full word. Okay, the fourth thing that you really have to do before you go for your exams, practice each prompt. The format of all the prompts is going to be the same. Intro, body one, body two, overview, or intro, overview, body one, body two. Whatever is comfortable to you, I am good. Both of them are correct. A lot of students come and ask me that uh, conclusion is important. Should we write a conclusion or should we not write a conclusion in task one? To be very honest, it's optional if you want to write it, if you're comfortable in the first format, that is intro, body one, body two, and conclusion, I'm okay. If you're comfortable with the second format, intro, overview, body one, body two is also fine. It is a graph. Your remember, intro, you paraphrase it. Wherever you write, first is always going to be the intro. You paraphrase it, you identify all the variables, okay? Second, overview, whenever you're writing it, make sure you take a bigger picture. You compare things. You don't simply, uh, you know, you take the highest, lowest, something that you spot at the first glance in the graph becomes your overview. Make sure you're not at all writing any figures there. Be it you write it as your conclusion or you write it as your after the introduction. Wherever you are writing it, remember this. Body one, body two, it's obvious you have to make comparisons i showed you past tense each and every statement should include comparisons okay now there are sometimes combination asks let's say a pie chart is asked and a table is asked so people ask me that can we compare both of these okay now if they are related make sure you compare it okay if they are related you make sure that you compare it but if they are not related if you feel that they're mutually exclusive obviously they will take individual paragraphs Remember this, if they are related, you write it in comparison form. If they are not related, if they are mutually exclusive, we write them in separate paragraphs only. Okay. I want to tell you about few tasks, uh, band descriptors for graph and what will give you 2.5 bands. What will give you the maximum bands when coming to the IRTS uh, task 1. First, task achievement what is your task achievement the task achievement in your writing task one is nothing but you writing 150 words number one and remember that line right after your question summarize and report the key features and make comparison wherever relevant so that line is your task achievement what is the IIT is expecting to do the IITS is just trying to explain you that you have to make comparison and you have to report only the main features if you start, like let's say there's a statistical data given over 10 years and you keep on explaining it you won't even finish it in like 300 words so you have to finish it in 150 words okay second please make sure under length 
will be penalized don't write 149 words also please write a good have a good window so you can drag it till 170 135 don't go too long with it please okay one thing if you're going over limit there is no negative marking for it go over limit there is absolutely no negative marking for it okay but make sure you don't do it too long also uh, realize is one thing you don't spend a lot of time in task one i'll tell you how to divide your time at the end of this but let me finish with the bad descriptors first and then i'll tell you how to uh, ensure how to write in a proper time so first is your task achievement once you're done with your task achievement is your 250 words and you make comparisons what is your coherence you've created paragraphs intro overview body one body two or intro body one body two conclusion whatever you are comfortable with and you ensure coherence between the statement okay one more thing which will give you a good cc that will give you a good score in the coherence and cohesion is the clarity take a note of this write it in block letters if you are making notes why the reason is whenever students write these graphs especially our people belonging to uh, engineering or science field they are like very happy and they have a habit of complicating things make sure the person who is reading is it's like you're writing for a layman who's not seen the diagram don't make it so complicated that a person will not able is not able to understand what you're trying to tell i know your statistics might be really good i know you might be good with this but please make sure you have clarity in your writing make sure that this is if you really want good uh, coherence is the easiest and the difficult people get amazing marks when coherence when they write clearly so make sure you're writing very 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 clearly each and every statement is understood you're not complicating things for no reason please and this is a very nice rule in life also don't complicate things for uh, you know without any good reason so maintain clarity in your writing okay uh, then coming to lexical resource now what is a lexical resource word bank in your graph you have to memorize words remember this it is there is no uh, shortcut to this i am very sorry you have to memorize words and there are few words which are sure like for example there's rise there's increase there's growth there's a positive trend there's surge for negative there's a downside there's a fluct uh, for there's a fall there's a decline there's a negative growth there is a plummet so that becomes a negative okay then what is very important is again which is uh, something that is very important is what is the word limit uh, the word limit hi pratik uh, the word limit you want to know the word limit is 150 words 150 words is the minimum word limit and the maximum is there is no maximum word limit obviously because it is uh, ilts does not have a negative marking for the maximum word limit the negative word uh, you will be marked negative if you write below 150 words and uh, okay now let's go ahead where was i coherence and cohesiveness coherence and cohesiveness is nothing but when you maintain clarity when you maintain paragraphs when you using cohesive device coming to the lexical resource again lexical resource vocabulary and you have to learn it okay now in vocabulary make sure you're writing collocations i'll tell you what collocations are collocations is nothing but adverb plus verb adjective plus noun i have taught lexical resource in a separate webinar make sure you go and you see it it is a very nice uh, webinar which i have explained how to paraphrase how to use collocations how to use certain connotations where to use phrases 
it's an amazing webinar which i've taken and you should go and watch it please like share subscribe you can also subscribe to our rts tutorials channel and every day we give different pop ups and we have different things you can subscribe it you can subscribe us on youtube and we there also you can watch the pre recorded ones on youtube please do make sure that you support us you like us and you share us okay coming back to the lexical resource so like a rapid increase becomes a collocation um uh, you can say a fluctuating trend becomes a collocation a uh, dramatic decrease becomes a collocation so make sure you're writing a collocation here i'll show you how i've utilized the collocation that i'll show you how i've done this so if you come to my sample answer i think everybody can see the sample answer yes okay so i'll show you how i've read collocations come to the second paragraph um do you see all the comparisons which are done each sentence compares it okay then um let's see this approximately 50 hours so i've added adjectives i've added adverbs okay then again the comparison is done then i've done different words hardly any words are repeated so when you're doing lexical resource you make sure that you do not repeat any words you don't uh, keep on repeating words you know a lot of graphs i see and i see this that they keep on writing the same word over and over again which you're not supposed to do you're not supposed to actually uh, write the same word over and over again you're supposed to ensure that uh you use a variety of words please go through this and check that whether i have used a variety of words in this okay okay coming back okay this so is the third band descriptor is your lexical resource and the fourth is grammatical range and accuracy grammatical range and accuracy also has been uh, explained in a separate webinar to you and you make sure that you see that grammatical range and uh, we've taken separate webinar i've taken a separate webinar on band descriptors specific webinars have been taken please make sure before you go for exam see this there's a webinar also on the writing task on in detail if you want to see the recorded version of this also you can so one thing which is very important when it comes to grammatical range and accuracy is that you have a wide range of sentence structures you have simple sentence you have compound sentence you have complex sentence what i see when i check most of the graphs is no doubt they've done the comparisons no doubt they've used words all the entire graph is looking very monotonous you can't do that i'm very sorry you cannot do that you have to have you know a lot of change in the sentence structures you your graph cannot sound the same the trend is increasing the trend is decreasing there's a you know people write like this there's a sharp fall there was a sharp increase it increased by 30% increased by 40% your graph cannot be very monotonous it has to have a change in the sentence structures you have to demonstrate that you know good grammar so how do you demonstrate you have good grammar only by employing variety of sentence structures right am i am i making sense to you a little bit yes okay again a very very important thing that you really have to understand is grammatical accuracy please ensure that you're using the correct answers if there is a future trend which is shown if there is a trend that is shown about the future like they're showing something related to future you have to ensure that it is said in the future tense obviously it is uh, more like if i'm you know saying about the trend which is expected to be in 2040 i can't say that in 2040 the population is 
uh, to say in 2040 the population is expected to be or is anticipated to be is predicted to be is going to be is uh, the trend shows that it will be something like that you can't really um, have please be very careful with the use of tenses another thing that you really have to be careful is the use of subject verb agreement something that annoys me the most annoys me to the maximum is the subject verb agreement and trust me on this every graph i read every paper i check has that error the graph reveals the graphs reveal please make sure the first line of your graph is not wrong you write properly so the graph reveals the graphs reveal the table shows the table makes comparison the tables compare be very careful with this be extremely careful with this okay let me go through the band descriptors one more time with you because it's very important is something that has to be taken care of the first band descriptor that has to be taken care of is the task achievement how do you achieve your task you achieve your task by comparing summarizing the main information you write minimum 150 words second thing that you have to be very very careful is that you're not repeating any ideas your content is really of a good quality right the second thing the second band descriptor is a coherence and cohesiveness when you're doing your coherence and cohesiveness you ensure that everything is in link everything is in sequence everything is order you make use of cohesive devices at the same time you ensure that you are not over complicating your graph you are simply presenting the information that is given to you okay the third band descriptor is the lexical resource make sure you have a good word bank for this make sure you learn these words by heart and go okay make sure you're not repeating a lot of words okay and make sure you use the correct word at the correct place understand the fact that if you don't know the meaning for example search means increase climate means decrease but you can't keep on using this again and again you can't use them in all the circumstances Please understand that just because you know fancy words, don't make sure you use it. A lot of students have this habit, you know, they're like, um, they keep on using these fancy words just because they they know it. And I'm like, it's not to be done that way. So make sure you don't do that, okay? Uh, again, a very, very important part when coming to the IELTS is your grammar. You have to be grammatically accurate. If you're not, please, please start practicing your grammar. It is very important. So basically, lexical resource and grammatical range and accuracy plays a very, very important role for both speaking and writing, all the both, both the tasks in fact, right? So uh, learn these well, do these well, and coming to grammatical range, make sure you know how to make simple, compound and complex sentences. It's very simple. Trust me, they're very simple. Once you know the basic rules of grammar, making a simple, compound, complex is nothing. It's a cakewalk, it's a piece of cake, but uh, you have to know the rules of it. You know how do you create a simple sentence. You know how to create a complex sentence. It's easy. If you don't, it's not going to work it out for you. It's not going to be comfortable for you. So that's something you really have to understand. Okay. Uh, four band descriptors. Do's and don'ts. First, do write four paragraphs. Do write a proper introduction, proper overview, body one, body two. Don'ts, never the contractions. Make sure you're not writing any sort of contractions. Make sure you don't write don't. Don't write it in the present tense. Secondly, don't write it in direct speech. You're not talking to somebody. You're writing a report. You're writing, you're explaining an infographic. Never, you know, a lot of people have this habit of writing so informally as if they're talking to me and I'm like, you're not talking to me. Hello, you're submitting a report to me. What are you doing? Right? So please make sure you don't do that. 
at the same time it is very 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 important to ensure that you're not writing any figures in the overview don't copy the question don't copy the question please never repeat the words which are given in the question read for the task 1 task 2 or speaking paraphrasing is very 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 important i know i'm stressing on it a little bit more on today's webinar and i always will keep stressing on it because it's something that is going to give you marks whatever gives you marks i will make sure that you get it right um second thing you can also uh, okay when you write uh, so a lot of people ask me how do you evaluate or something so if you have any doubts in evaluation make sure that before you go for your exam you get it evaluated by us we have an evaluation service which we provide you can check our ielts tutorials online site and submit the evaluation trust me on this i am not gloating about it i never gloat about all this but the scores that our trainers and our examiners especially whoever all of us who are working on the team working on board with this be pt be rts we've always been able to give 99% of the accurate scores and we have received a lot of compliments for it so there was a student who went for her exam right before her day she got it checked and she was very nervous and i gave her a 7 and she comes to me and she's like are you sure this is 7 or are you motivating me and i'm like no i'm not motivating you and why would i do that it's just a day before exam i want to give you a reality check and she went for her exam and she did score a 7 and this is not just one case our uh, correction service i am something which is we all i'm proud of all the examiners which are all the test paper checkers which are there they have been able to deliver amazing results so before you go for your exams if you really want to check our services you can avail them and i'm very sure they're going to be useful to you um also we have recorded sessions of our webinars you can go through them they're amazing bandwidth tutorials grammar lexical resource task 1 in detail task 2 in detail we have upcoming live sessions based on those webinars also so you can do that in case you have any queries related to this if you're watching a pre-recorded version of your if, if you're watching a recorded version of this in case you can post your problems in the comment box you can reach out to us and we will i will be definitely more than happy to answer you so please make sure you do i mean it's not uh, just about le- learning things it's about practicing thing so coming to the do's and don'ts so the don'ts please don't use contraction that is and no symbol a n d no etc etc and make sure you don't use it i mean i don't understand why people keep on using etc and many more it shows that you don't have content where you are supposed to have content right so make sure you don't do that please uh don't write the figures again in the overview secondly it's very very important that you're not just presenting the information you have to have to have to compare it i you have to make sure that you learn your comparisons the only way you learn a comparison is by learning the statement formation by learning the words if so make sure you learn the words by heart before you go for the exam and if you're learning words you'll be able to make good comparisons based on that okay So that is again a very important task coming to the task one. Okay, one important rule: make sure you don't give your own judgments on the task one. They're not asked. Please, nobody's asking for your own judgments in the task one. Make sure you don't do that. So, like for example, the employment status that we saw, people are like, yeah, people are more free in Finland compared. People were more free earlier compared to now, and that's why you know there is less employment. And I'm like, where is this coming from? How did you know this? Which statistical data told you this? So make sure whatever you see, whatever you see in the exam, whatever you see on paper, 
is the thing that you're writing you're not writing anything which is very um you know something that out of the blue just struck you so please make sure you don't do that right please be careful of that again a very important thing i'm saying don't stretch your don't stretch it too long don't make, make sure that you don't not going on and on and on and on it's not needed right okay i want to tell you how to divide your time and tell you how to uh, make sure that you're good with time management okay now let's say i have 20 minutes to do this at exactly 20 minutes okay first 5 minutes you can write on the question paper with a pen or a pencil whatever so what you can do is tick start making comparisons if you see my graph if you see it's all filled it's all messy because i make comparisons and mark it with a pencil what's going wrong what's going right what's decreasing what i can compare these are same so i can compare it together this is increasing this is double so i can mark it so first 5 minutes indulge in that graph work analyze okay then start writing again step by step introduction you know your introduction is going to be based out of the question the question is something that you're going to rephrase the first write your introduction check your introduction you write the introduction you check the introduction let's say i'm writing the overview after that so i realize okay this is the highest this is the lowest i can write this in the overview write two to three statements of it again check the overview when you check check for full stops check for commas check for capital letters check for articles check for subject verb agreement most common errors which can be eliminated if you check now see a lot of people have this habit they write the entire thing and they check please don't do that i tell you why when you read the whole thing you can't figure out the errors in it did you know write one paragraph check one paragraph write in paragraph check one paragraph at the end of the paper you won't even have time to do that so it's better you do that and write from the beginning and if you do that it ensures more accuracy so i really want you to do that okay uh, so you write the introduction check the introduction you write the overview check the overview body 1 again you write again you check body 2 again you write and check so first 5 minutes you spending in planning the essay planning the graph when you are planning the graph you have to do it properly reason being uh, it is important to plan your graph before writing it else you get really messed up when you compare things which i don't want you to so i don't want any messes no cut 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 a lot of papers have this messy bits be examiners like me so please be careful of this you write it very very neatly and when you want to write it neatly the only way you can write it neatly is when you're comparing it and you've done the rough work There's all of us are going to do some rough work before getting a neat right. So make sure that you're doing it. Make sure that you are doing your rough work before doing writing out neatly. Again, then coming on to your body one and body two, check and evaluate. So you'll be able to do this in 15 minutes. The pre-planning of the graph will ensure that you finish the graph in time, and the checking of it makes sure that you've written it properly. You have your accuracy. At the same time, then you can take a one-minute breather. you can actually there be a stopwatch right on the projector that's how it's conducted here uh, there be a stopwatch right in front of you so nicely you can take a one one and a half minute breather and then start the writing task too on your fresh mind do that i've done that myself personally worked out for me really nicely it's going to work out for you too okay uh any which ways again i'll give you an overview of what we did today and we'll end up a session and uh, before we go i would definitely suggest you to write graphs and get it corrected by us it's really going to be useful to you and at the same time you can watch
practice you know how do you get a corrected first practice each prompt and then that's what you feel very confident on what you feel how you're going to write in your exam so don't just make sure that you you know whatever you're getting corrected is something that is exactly similar the way you write an exam this will give you clarity this will give you correct scores okay so i'm going to tell you a few things again before you go for exam practice each prompt practice a bar graph practice a line graph practice a pie diagram second thing you make sure that you following my format well intro overview body one body two intro body one body two conclusion whatever you're comfortable with whatever you like better second please make sure you go through the band descriptor table before you go it's very important to study the band descriptor table both for listening and both for speaking and writing i've explained there's a separate webinar on band descriptors go through it trust me go through it one hour i'll explain only the comparison between a six and a eight bands why students get an eight band why students get a six band the entire one hour i've explained this go through it trust me second uh you have to learn your words for the graph if you don't learn words for the graph you won't be able to make comparison make sure your graph is not too long and it's not monotonous at all you use a wide range of structures don't create errors with comma full stops capital letters articles subject verb agreement tenses use the correct tense at the correct place so these are, this is the overview of what i've taught again i tell you you have any problem with this please drop a comment i will be more than happy to solve your query the record if you seeing the recorded version you have a feedback you have a review you want something else from us do text do message on our facebook window we are more than happy to help you second please like share and subscribe our youtube channel you will be getting a lot of words every day we do vocab pop ups there we do different videos there so it will be useful to you and it is something on point it is something that we've done with a lot of research we worked very hard at the end i would want to thank you all for being a part of today morning i know it's a weekend morning and i've taken a lot of your time i don't want to take any more and we end this but uh, thank you thank you for being with me thank you for supporting us all this while all these group is was you very happy and we overwhelmed with it we're more than happy to help you guys thank you for the amazing reviews that you've got us thank you for the amazing scores for all the students who got me and thank you for the happiness that you've given me with your scores so thank you for everything and uh, i hope to see you again next saturday we do the speaking uh, which is again one of our favorites and we'll be conducting it uh, it will be done and um, you have any other queries relating to ilts you can come for us and uh, you can log into as for as tutorials online uh, before i forget you know a lot of students have this query where do we get practice tests where do we get practice tests where do we get practice tests so i'm going to tell you we have as tutorials online these there are 20 practice tests which have been reviewed by me i've checked them and i've done them so they're quite nice they're tricky like you know there's this one test if you do this one listening test they're all mcqs So you know you're going to get it really well. So please log on to our tutorials online. It's a free test which you can subscribe to, and uh, you can give those tests before you go for your exams. And I'll be done. I'll see you next week. Have a very very happy weekend, guys. And wish you all the best for your scores. Those who have exams, do very very well, and get those scores. Come back to us with those amazing scorecards. And uh, thank you, thank you so much, guys.